This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Cyclone Radio Network analyst Eric Haft. We'll take a quick look back at last week's win at Oklahoma State and a longer look forward at Saturday night's matchup with number six, West Virginia. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Eric Haft. Well, Eric, it's got a chance to be a special night at Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium. I mean, the stage is set for a night game against a really good opponent with a high national ranking. We've seen this before, and it has the potential to be a lot of fun. Well, it does. You know, and Iowa State coming in with some momentum. You know, I don't know that they ever really had been able to seize momentum before. I know they felt they were getting better, but sometimes you need that, that justification, that validation, if you will. And they got that in Stillwater last week against a good team. Well, this is a better team they're playing this weekend, I believe. And they've got uh, weapons all over the place, but I like I like where Iowa State's heading right now. They're trending in, in a great way. The team believes in themselves. And, you know, like I say, can't have a great win without a great opponent. And they've got one this weekend, a chance to really make another mark. What impressed you most about Brock Purdy last week? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's start with that. Uh, you know, I think decision-making, poise, Obviously, things change so much when you go to a mobile quarterback and the quarterback run game's part of it. Not just running design plays, but scrambling when you need to, find a way to pick up a key first down You know, on a play that, that pass play that just wasn't going to work. Uh, little things like that make a big difference, you know, but I just thought his ability to throw the ball accurately downfield. Uh, and every pass, really. I mean, he didn't really have bad passes all day. I mean, they were sharp and arm strength apparently there as well. So uh, the best of all worlds. A lot of one-hit wonders have happened. I don't think Brock's one of them, but, you know, it's going to be a different challenge this week as the team gets to game plan. I think if, and if you look realistically at his first half rushing versus his second half rushing against Oklahoma State, dramatically different. They were able to make adjustments. And, you know, Brock's going to have to continue to, to evolve, and I really don't have any question but what he will. We're seeing that offensive line evolve week to week, and that's really encouraging because we knew that's going to be the barometer of how good of a season Iowa State can have, and it, it does seem to be making progress. I would agree. You know, I think Colin Olson's been a real steady, uh, steadying factor in there, plus the guys that you count on every week to be good, you know, the Josh Kniffles of the world, Colin Newell's making progress as well. So if they can continue to improve in those areas, uh, yeah, I, I like what I'm seeing there too. The run game, uh, take the quarterback part out, you know, but I thought the tailback running game, even without uh, David Montgomery in the game, was a step in the right direction. Uh, they'll be tested Saturday. Uh, there's no getting around that, but uh, heading in the right direction. And once again, I think some good things could be happening in that run game. I love the way John Haycock keeps a offense off balance. I mean, he doesn't ever seem to do the same thing two consecutive weeks. And last week we saw him really dial up the pressure and 16 tackles for loss, seven sacks. And we needed all of them to win that game. Exactly. You know, and it's just finding a way to compete, you know, and, and never allowing when Oklahoma State had a chance to, to take a lead, uh, they were always right there. Uh, it was a little bit of feast or famine. It's such an explosive offense, you know they're going to hit plays. You know, but the number of three and outs, 
they had very, very impressive against a very good offense. And uh, I don't know what he's going to dial up this weekend, but you know he's got to get some kind of pressure on Will Greer. I think a big thing will be his ability to disguise coverages. Even though Greer is very experienced and he's got a great receiving core, I think you have to make, make him pause a little bit and maybe somebody, even the three-man rush will be able to get to him. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. We've been really impressed with this secondary all year. They're going to be put to the test. That is a really good group of receivers. Well, uh, one of the best, if not the best in the Big 12, I mean, depth-wise. I mean, they've got four guys that are really terrific. You know, and even their running back, I mean, their running backs aren't going to put up great numbers, but if you look at their numbers as a group, very, very solid, 150, 60 yards a game. So uh, that's a real challenge for the balance. But I love how our safeties have played. And I think one of the areas where I've seen the most improvement over the course of the season is, is the safety's ability to cover. Uh, you know, sometimes safeties are safeties and not corners for a reason. Uh, uh, but in this league, man, your safeties, your star, they have to be able to cover because they're covering three or four guys every time. They have to, they have to come up with somebody. And the linebackers, like Mike Rose, is really morphing into that. And Willie Harvey, uh, Marcel Spears, too. But, but the safeties will be challenged today as well as the corners. And we've seen some great play out of both Brian Peavy and DeAndre as well. And you look at West Virginia, okay, what's the difference between a year ago and right now? First of all, healthy Will Greer. They lost their last three games with him sidelined last year. But defensively, I mean, gave up 31 points a game last year. I know they still have the big dogs coming up on their schedule. But they're giving up 18 points a game. They've taken big strides there. Well, they have. You know, once again, I think they're athletic. And I think uh, there is an aggressive and a hard-playing group of defenders, as we'll see all year. I mean, they really get after it. Uh, I think that may open up the door for some potential big plays. But, man, they can make you look bad at times, too. They, they're a 3-3-5 team like Iowa State. They play it a little bit differently. But, you know, they've got a couple key playmakers. they got a great nose guard and, and one great linebacker who just covers the entire field. And I think that will be a real challenge for Iowa State, too. Uh, but you got to find ways to create some opportunities. You know, those linebackers can cover a lot of ground, but sometimes they'll run themselves out of position. You've got to be able to make the right read at the right time. And once again, I, I think West Virginia is probably going to do a lot of things that Iowa State would do playing against an inexperienced quarterback. Give them a lot of different looks, get them in passing situations, and, and try to bring the heat because they're another team. Uh, they're averaging over 10 tackles for loss a game, too. So they, they're super aggressive, just like Iowa State was last week. And Iowa State is really due to play well against West Virginia. Even to West Virginia's credit, they've played well against Iowa State, but I don't really think we've seen the A game from the Cyclones yet against these guys. Well, yeah, I think that's probably true. And I think, you know, early on, it was always the last, started out, it was the last game of the season. You know, and Iowa State, frankly, just never had, the depth factor, the lack of depth factor, I think has hurt Iowa State late in the season, maybe even a little bit last year. Uh, catching them now, Iowa State's a deeper team. I, I think Iowa State's got a great chance. You know, a lot will come down to that offensive line. Can they protect Brock or Purdy? Can they get a little run game going? Because if Iowa State can get ahead in this game, uh, as you, I heard you say earlier today, that you know, West Virginia hasn't trailed all season long. Uh, I'd like to see them get ahead. And, and, then let's see how it plays out because I like John Haycock's defense right now with the group he has with the lead. That game will kick off at 6 o'clock on Saturday night at Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium. And our broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network will begin at 4. We hope you can join us. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment.
Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.